Welcome to the Jack and Stacy Show, and I'm Stacy's son Clark, and here to tell you about it. There are two women wrestling with things of this broken and beautiful life. Each week, they will tackle a topic in a transparent, sometimes distracted, but always fun way that hopefully encourages and challenges you. They will break down each topic by looking at it through four lenses, ourselves, God, our people, and our community. They will then they will then give you a task to go forth with. Vaya con Dios. Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. I'm Stacy and I'm Jackie and I have a super exciting thing to share with everybody today. <laughs> I could not really be more excited because I know that if you have been listening for a little bit, you have heard me talk about all of my sisters and we do have a brother as well. So in case anybody didn't know that, we do have a brother. Um, But this month of July, 2021, Jackie and I have been talking about the topic of grace and what better group of people (laughs) to talk about grace than siblings. I don't know. So this month, our interview is going to be all of my sisters. I'm going to introduce my four sisters to you. Um, and I will introduce in age order because that's how we do our thing. Of course. Uh, so Jody, Jody Serrano is my oldest sister. Good morning, Jody. Good morning. Next, we have Amanda Evans. Good morning. Do you have to say Colonel Amanda Evans? Because everybody knows I brag about all of you guys all the time and all your things. But um. And then I'm the third sister, and our fourth sister is Kylie DeShane. Hello. Hi. And our fifth sister is Amy. Hi. This is going to be hilarious, you guys, because (laughs) all we do is talk over each other. So this is, like, just really restrained right now. My favorite thing is that we're starting out. It's, like, so appropriate and so and you guys are so well behaved already i'm so impressed <laughs> <laughs> well that's going to end soon so okay perfect i can't wait. jackie shall be interviewing all of us today and on the topic of grace so go for it jackie yeah well first i just want to thank you guys for for taking time out of your vacation to chat with us this is so exciting and um i you know i joke but the reality is i'm just deeply envious of you guys and your relationships with each other because I don't have any sisters and Stacy and her like abundance of four sisters I'm super <laughs> jealous of that so um in fact I was thinking it'd be really fun because so far we're so like buttoned up I what I wanted to do is I wanted to start with each of you saying but we're we're gonna do something kind of fun I want you to do it at the exact same time want mayhem. I'm going for mayhem here. I want each of you to tell me, and I'm going to give you like 10 seconds to think about your favorite thing about having sisters. So think about that for four seconds. And I'm going to say one, two, three, and I want you all to tell me at the same time. What's your favorite thing about having sisters? Okay, you ready? Here we go. On the count of three, one, two, three, go. Carry out your experiences. Perfect. I didn't hear anyone say. I want to know. I heard karaoke. Okay, let's go around. You can each say it. Personalities. Personalities. Okay, let's start with Jody. Jody, what's your favorite thing about having sisters? I love that we all have very unique and distinct personalities, and that we can um, experience different perspectives through each other. Beautiful, Hmm. Amanda. What about you? I said relationship, um, because I think that 
in friendships, you have friendships and relationships, but in family, it's a different kind of relationship. It's yeah. brutal honesty. What was that called? But it's true, right? Like, I think you have a different level of that intimate relationship with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's what I'm envious of. It's beautiful. Okay. Stace, what about you? I think I said shared experiences mm-hmm. because nobody else on the planet has. They should I'm already. <laughs> I know. I'm like, gas break. Gas break. <laughs> like, exactly. You know, um, I, it already started to make me cry because just nobody on el- else on earth can understand some of the things that yeah. we, only we can understand. Yeah. And I'm so grateful because it, I would be so lost. Aww. I would just like think I was in a twilight zone. That's so awesome. That's yeah. so great. Kylie, what about you? Well, this didn't come out very eloquently, but what I blurted was. <laughs> and not to, re- you know, she raised us. She's uh, uh, done amazing things. I right. don't know if my sanity could have handled six children. I, I don't think it barely managed anybody. Before, but just certain things when you like say to a friend like, oh, my mom frustrated me with this or, oh, you know, not just to bag on her. They know what I mean. Right. Or if I'm like, oh, I got this trait, you know, that I'm maybe not too thrilled about and that's who it's from. And they just think, you know, <laughs> so it's just nice to have that kind of a shared experience. <laughs> totally. That someone gets your pain and shares your totally. struggle with where that yeah. came from. So they get you a little better too. If you have a not so desirable trait that they're like, well, at least I know where it comes from and it's not hundred percent your fault. <laughs> but wait, wait, it's a grace. <laughs> but Christmas cookie de- decorations parties so that came from your mom we got all of us wonderful. Doing it. yes yeah. we also got we all have parties it's a mixed bag of yeah. the good and bad things so um, maybe ragging on her isn't the right word but yeah. just being able to relate to the things we get from both sides of the family yeah Stacy yeah. shared but that's yeah. really cool yeah all right amy what about you um i wanted to say lots of things but i narrowed it down to the word karaoke <laughs> <laughs> that's um, so good i guess i could expand on the word karaoke is like when we get together, we can all just be silly and weird. And a lot of times that involves singing at some level <laughs> or dancing. Okay, Amanda just shook her butt. We just got a little twerking us. going and, on. And um, we, I don't know, we it's just video this. Right? <laughs> Dang it. I thought about it. I forgot. Yeah, me too. But it's. Oh, go ahead. Stacy's like shared experience thing. We yeah. have so many memories of doing silly things together. And it's, it's whenever we've gone a long time being, you know, apart from each other and we get all five of us together, there's always something that can just click right back into this group of weird that's, I don't know, <laughs> karaoke, just karaoke. That's all I need to say. I yep. love it. It's that's so true. good. Well, when we first logged on before we started recording, um, I, I was thinking that, Stacey's kind of got, and I want to hear, Jody. I'm going to ask you in a minute to tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing this week, but um, Stacey's got a little bit of a raspy voice from the, all the fun that's being had, and so I can't really tell you guys' voice, voices apart. The rest of you sound more like Stacey right now than Stacey sounds like Stacey, <laughs> which is really funny. You all have funny. the same voice. But her voice is like raspy this week. So, um, but I love what you guys are doing. And I would love to hear a little bit about kind of tradition behind it and what's special about this time together. Jody, can you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. Well, we have been, uh, our family on my mom's side has been coming to Bass Lake 
which is just south of Yosemite, uh, pretty much ever since I was two years old. Wow. I have a picture that my Uncle Bob took of me when I was wearing these cute little overalls. And my mom's like, yeah, that's when it started, when you were two. Oh, wow. um, and so pretty much for the past 43 years, Bass Lake has been a part of my summer experience. Um, and it's just a really special family place for us that we all appreciate. And we have, like Amy said, we have at this location. Yeah. And so it's just a, a really special thing when we can all get together because some years we can't. Some years, you know, people, especially because we have uh, military in our family, sometimes it's just not possible for everyone to get together. So when we do, it makes it extra special. So, okay. I love that. Amanda, can you estimate for us how many people are there this week with you guys? Um, <clears throat> total, like at the party? Well, I don't, yeah. Total. Like, estimate how many people are like, there's probably 50 or 60 at the party, like the actual family reunion, but, oh my um, goodness. like as far as like just the eight, cheat them. Yes. There five, you go. There's five of my family, five, you know, there's 16. I mean, it's kids. probably there's 16 grandkids. Yeah. yeah so there's probably wow. 25, 20 to 25 adults that are like the Cheatham direct girl heritage, one. but you know, the which is, yeah. you know, my mom's maiden name. Oh, yep, okay. A lot, like 50. So lots of cousins wow. too. Like, yeah, lots. Yeah, just very. So we had 12 first cousins together yesterday. Just wow. From yeah, not counting 12 out of 14. 12 out of 14. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. So, Stacey, are you guys taking a lot of like good pictures and doing like reenactments and stuff or no? Well, some of them I took one photo yesterday because I don't like having my phone with me on things like this because oh, right. like I missed out. And so I um, took one photo kind of at the end of the evening when we were all still sitting around. It was like dusk and it was so beautiful. And so a lot of people had gone away, but a lot it was like the latest we had ever stayed. So many of us. Um, so we rent this like group area where we have a barbecue and the kids are just at the beach and a million like easy up tents and chairs and floaties and so oh, good so good love it okay well what I want to do I want you guys to tell us just a little bit about yourselves um so I thought I'd start with Jody and um work our way down here but I want you to just tell me a little bit about I don't know your family or what you do or whatever is important about you and just but then I wanted to add to it because I think we need to get into the conversation of grace pretty quickly. Although I feel like we could just talk for hours. I just want to hear about the dynamic between you guys. I want to have so many questions. I feel like maybe we'll need to do a part two if we can ever do that. But there um, you go. So tell me a little bit about yourself and then tell me about your younger sister. But Amy, when we get to you, it's going to have to be Jody. We'll have to go backwards there. Um, tell me about your younger sister and one time that you can think of that either she extended grace to you or you extended grace to her could be either one, just a, a time that you experienced grace in your relationship with your younger sister. So um, we'll start with Jody. So you're doing two things. You're going to give us a quick introduction of yourself. Where do you live? What do you do? Um, and then talk a little bit about grace between you and Amanda. Can we do that? We'll start with you, Jody. Sure. Um, so I'm Jody. I am almost 45 and I live in I have three daughters twins that are 13 and oh. an 11 year old love it and uh, I mm -hmm. am a full-time music teacher so music has been my thing I think about since the third grade when I got a solo in a really cheesy church production <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, so it's, it's great that I can turn my passion into my day job. And I, I love what I do. Love it. Um, so Amanda and I are the closest in age. Mm. We are exactly to the day, 13 months apart. I was born on July 22nd. She was born on August 22nd of the following year. So we're kind of wow. like twins in a way. Yeah. Like, I don't know how my mom did that. Like four month old. Oh. I'm pregnant. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. About it. Somebody <laughs> listening can relate. I'm sure. Yeah. But Hey, she, she did it and, and made us some fun clothes. I have some fun pictures and Amanda and I were just always matchy matchy when we were little. Um, so cute. But I would say in terms of grace, you know, things, family dynamics can get really tricky, especially once yep. you all have kids and everybody's interacting and sometimes relationships can get strained and difficult and sometimes um sometimes we have to make difficult choices and there was a time about three years ago um when I made a decision that I knew was not going to go over well with Amanda um and then several months and um I just knew that I had to do something kind of drastic to make it right and she extended beautiful grace to me and um, I think that that's been a really, it was a really hard thing in our relationship, but I think it, that we both come out stronger as a result. Wow. That's awesome, Jody. Thanks for sharing that. I, you know, it's so funny because um, it, family dynamics are hard. And so you guys are all here in one room talking about grace and it can be really tender. And so thanks for sharing that I, and for setting the stage to just you know, go deep and be real really quickly. I guess I just assume that that's okay. And so I hope that it is. So, um, but I think we're all feel- good with going deep. Yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. I figured. Right crowd, Jackie. I was hoping. I was hoping. Um, okay. Awesome. And Amanda, your turn. Tell us a little bit about you, Grace, that you've experienced between you and Stacy, if you would. Okay. So, um, Amanda Evans, I, joined the military at 17, you know, because our parents didn't have just like a chunk of money for college. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Like, there's no, I didn't know what to do. So I joined the military like uh, three weeks after graduating high school. Wow. So 26 years later, I am still in the air force. Um, and my husband is in the air force and we've been married for almost 18 years. His name is Brian. And then I have three children, Trevor, Parker, and Caitlin. Uh, we couldn't have children supposedly so we adopted a baby at birth and then I got pregnant about eight months later which was a surprise because I have one at the time tube that was clogged so wow um God is big bigger than we can imagine yeah and we still had adoption laid on our hearts so we went to China to get our daughter so two boys and a girl um they're now 15 14 and 12 so that is a fun stage (laughs) (laughs) talking back and uh good times um I work at the Pentagon. I have a really busy job. So I really extend grace or my husband extends grace to me in a sense that he does a lot of the dad stuff and the, the parenting because I'm at work and it's hard sometimes with my family because I'm at work like 12 to 14 hours or whatever every day. But anyway, so I'm here on eight days of leave for the first time in like two years. Wow. So um, extending grace to Stacy. So I have so many stories. Like I could tell you a story about like me cutting her hair like 10 inches while she was chasing her scissors, her chasing me with the ukulele and like throwing it at the door and breaking my mom's door and my dad's ukulele. 
Um, but I can also tell you a funny story about when I was like 20 and I lived in Germany and I was ordering like a car and she w- said she was going to buy my Chevy Lumina. Uh, <laughs> like, She's like, I'm going to buy your Chevy Lumina. So I'm like, okay. So I ship it back to the States and then she didn't want it. <laughs> no, I mean, there's just so many stories. I can't think of anything that's super drastic, but, um, but like it, it's what it is. It's a slow. It is a, yeah. I'm super pissed off at my sister and I'm never gonna talk to you again. Cause you didn't buy my Chevy Lumina. You cut my hair. <laughs> and then it's, um, okay. It's been a few months. I'm totally over it. What did you do again? Why wasn't I talking to you? And that's, a, and that's like, that's what Jody said. She didn't share a ton of the, she didn't share a ton of the details, but like she flew to DC and I saw her car in my driveway and she just got out and hugged me after like an eight month period of not talking. That is what that is. It's an unspoken grace that you just, when you see each other again, you hug and you just chalk paint for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> Random wood <laughs> stuff from the Salvation Army. And you don't, you don't discuss it in detail anymore because your hearts have already forgiven and the time is healed. So mm. um, Stacy, all those little stupid things, like there's not a, I don't remember a big thing. But those are the funny little things that, like, yeah. we still tell those stories. Like, I think we were telling the ukulele story to somebody yesterday. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's really? like, and there, I had one guy was like, well, she, so were you money. scared of her? Is she two years younger than you? I'm like, yeah, she was two years younger than me. Like, why is it running into mom and dad's bathroom to slam the door? Because <laughs> <laughs> you can roll that door out. The drawer that doesn't <laughs> let you get in. <laughs> You're talking about you. Okay, you can like lock a door, but you can like uh, roll out the door, d- the drawer by the door that allowed the door to not open. You can't see what they, I'm doing even here. If they unlocked it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, with the key. <laughs> but you had that safe drawer. Oh yeah. But anyway, she slammed the ukulele at that point. If anyone has siblings, <laughs> I bet yeah, they've done that. Whole but so anyway, good. Anyway, I'm trying to slam the door on your sibling <laughs> to escape them. So there's the so. hard times, and then the times that that you just have forgiven whatever it was that they did and yeah. moved on. You know? Yeah. But yeah. Thank you for that. That's hilarious. Amanda. <laughs> I love it. I have a follow-up to that real quick before we move on to Stace. Um, okay. So you, you talked, had already forgiven each other and time has kind of healed those wounds and um you just kind of leave it behind do you think for you is it easier or harder to extend grace to your sisters than to other people in your lives? Um. So I think it's harder for anybody in your family. Yeah. Whether it's sisters or spouses or anything or kids. God, like your sister's kid or your neighbor's kid does something wrong. And you're like, don't do that. And your kid does it. You're like, yeah, talk your toy. Get your butt back out. I mean, you're just, you, because of the people that are closest to you, you're the most comfortable with, which means that you feel like you can act the rudest to. Mm. And that they, that they see your true self. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Okay, Stace, I don't think we need an introduction from you, but talk to us about grace <laughs> between you and Kylie. <laughs> oh, gosh, I would love to. Kylie and I, uh, yes, who do you guys know me? Um, so Amanda is two years, eight months old. No, two years, oh, two right. months. Two years, two months older than me. And Kylie's two years and eight months younger than me. We're both born <laughs> on the 13th. Days of different months. I'm October 13th and she's June 13th. So it's just kind of funny that we have these like shared dates, right? These numbers, lucky numbers, lucky numbers. Um, and so Kylie and I were in, let's see, I was a senior in high school when Kylie was a freshman in high school. So we were able to big time and have lots of room and space for that. I, I don't know if remember we, us I don't know if we fought a lot, but I feel like younger when we were younger or something for whatever reason, I, who knows why. Right. 
Um, so I don't know. Kylie and I have a lot of terrible grace, sto- like anger stories because Kylie is um, passive aggressive instead. So she's not going to yell at me and fight. And I'm a clearly a we talker have, yeller. We did have one really bad interaction a couple of days after dad passed away. We did? Ooh. I don't remember. Yeah. It was a heightened time. Oh, it was a very yeah. tough time. I don't think we ever cussed at each other before that day, but I don't think it's even happened since. Oh, day, I don't remember. <laughs> Kylie can tell that story because I don't remember it. <laughs> okay. But I just think there's been a lot of times in life where Kylie and I have, um, like events have happened or we've done certain things and we thought the other one was going to respond poorly. And then we didn't. Mm. I think where, I think that, um, we have Kylie and I have experiences where we, um, did give each other grace and it was just a nice, beautiful surprise, I guess. I don't, I don't know if that's the right way to describe it. So it wasn't necessarily in response in response to something bad that happened it was like almost preemptive grace <laughs> it was more like oh she's gonna know this about me uh it turns out it's okay she loves me still well, right? i love it when i found out that i was a teen mom i remember getting gathering our parents and stacy together at tico's tacos yeah and breaking the news and i was so scared yeah i mean terrified to just share this life-changing event yeah. and Stacy's first words were I'm gonna be an aunt <laughs> I was so happy in that exact split second because I felt this immense relief of like she's excited for me that's great because I was really excited you know I was in love I was living with my boyfriend and I was super happy but I felt like of course there was going to be judgment yeah but it was just so happy to feel joy from them you know oh that's cool that's that story because I think I'm sort of a judgmental biatch sometimes and also that makes me very happy but we didn't know that then we didn't know that yet he was going to be our only love for many years because he was our first nephew and he was like our first love for all of us yeah love it that's so good okay Kylie tell us about you so um I was a teen mom. <laughs> I actually now have four kids. Um, I'm remarried. I, you know, have been through it more than once. Um, I have uh, my son, Joseph, who's 19. Um, I have my three girls who are 16, nine, and eight. So just a lot of blessings and a lot of love. And I'm in the middle right now of like something like 20 straight years of having teenagers <laughs> because of the spacing. So like, pray for me. Um, but I have this awesome husband who really compliments me in a lot of ways. I'm like, I have ADHD. I have some social anxieties and like, and he's very type A. So he really keeps me grounded and structured where I'm like, la la la, a lot of my time. Um, I work at our local elementary school. I've, um, this coming year, I'm going to be working in the classroom with like kindergartners and first graders, which is comfort area I talk a lot more easily with kids than with adults and I'm very like crafty and stuff so I like, mm. like that. at a party you can usually find me with the kids or petting the pets you know because <laughs> I just love get it there. um but yeah I, I mean there's probably a, a lot of stories of grace between my younger sister and I we're really close in age we're one we were one grade apart in school for 15 months apart same as my two girls so I see it in action and I try to be a little more, uh, I think, involved with my girls 
relationship more than my parents were involved in ours to try and help them keep it healthy because I see that a lot of our dysfunction that we might have had when we were younger is caused by maybe my parents not being I am (laughs) like we just know a lot more this our generation can like break cycles that we went through as kids yeah we can encourage our kids to like talk things out in a way and not just be like I hate you I hate you Love yes. Stacy. Stacy. <laughs> Which you is a quote from a letter that was there was a there was a letter that was written from one sister to another that was like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. Love Stacy. <laughs> so it's just an ongoing running joke that like we had these things. And of course every family's gonna have their their ups and downs like that. But um for example in high school I can think of one time with Amy where um you know I, I, I didn't know yet about you know diagnoses that I've experienced later in life so I had some emotional things where I didn't know what introversion was I didn't know I was an introvert so you know when I was at school I was always trying to act like my sister's coming queen and you know popular she's doing sports I'm gonna do that sport because I want to be like her because she has like a lot of friends and talks to people easily and I never could do that um and she was such a good big sister to me that she didn't mind she She'd see me sitting home in sweatpants on a Friday night and be like, put on my cute outfit. You're coming to a party with me. And I'd be like, no, but she would make me go in a <laughs> wow. and bring me out of my shell. And then when my younger sister started high school and I was a sophomore, um, I didn't extend that grace to her. I didn't want her to copy everything I did because I had worked so hard to like gain that for myself, you know, mm-hmm. that I didn't, I didn't have the same thing Stacy did. We're like, yeah, let me show you how to be cool like me. Like, you do the things I do. Let me share all this with you. I didn't share that with Amy. I wasn't as good of a big sister to her as Stacy was to me. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, there were times where I would come home from being at school. And I don't know if you know a lot about introverts, but when we're around people, it drains us and we need right. quiet time to recharge. Where people like my four lovely sisters, <laughs> when they're around people, it charges them up. You know, they love that. They get their energy from that. So I'd come home from school and just be like, I'm going to read for three hours or I need to be quiet or I'd be really cranky. And I remember one time when Amy letter to my friend, Anna, and was like, know how evil my sister is. (laughs) She comes home and she's a totally different person than when she's around other people. And I I was, that's the truth. It wasn't a lie what she said. I just didn't know why I was that way. You know what I mean? I didn't know why I was that way. And only through age and experience and learning and a lot of therapy, honestly, on my part, do I know why I'm that way and know how to manage and still have friends, you know, (laughs) not be like two different people just to know why I'm that had can turn it on in front of like a party and have fun and really enjoy other people, but then go home and be like, now I need to be alone for five hours, you know? Right. it's It's hard when you're growing up because you don't really know yourself and why you are the way you are. And as we get older, you know, we can forgive those things. And I think it's also really important that I've given like myself a lot of grace mm. in a lot of those ways in the past, because now I just know why I did it or even just manage it better, you know? So good. Um, yeah. Good so, stuff. And, and also, I think it's important to note, not that I'm overtaking my turn, no. that, you know, sometimes when you do have arguments with siblings, and I know between Amy and I, there have been quite a few, uh, it's, I, I think I give grace pretty easily because I don't like to have a grudge. It gives me so much anxiety. It sinks like a rock in my stomach if I hold on to something. So yeah. I just let it go really quickly. 
Um, and I don't like to hold a grudge. I still will remember it, of course, because I have a very good memory. <laughs> but I think it's okay to give grace, but also have a boundary. You know, I think totally. it's okay to say, I forgive you, but we might not go right back to the way things were, you know, yeah. and that's okay. It's not, I don't want to paint an unrealistic picture of like, oh, I gave grace. And now because we're sisters, everything's perfect right away. Right. It might take a few years, but if you're going to be sisters for 80 more years, <laughs> then, you know, what, oh, Jesus, wow. sorry. what's a few years? I, I mean, my, my mom and my aunt famously didn't get along for many, many years. And, look at and then on my mom's 40th so cool. birthday, my aunt came over and made this big gesture. And you remember Aunt Carol? She gave my mom a can of like Franco-American spaghetti, which was like the meal she always requested on her birthday as a kid. <clears> oh. And put this big banner on our garage door that said like, welcome to the 40s club. Something. And my mom just like instantly forgave her, and now they're like oh. just friends. She just moved so across the country just... to be with her. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, just we have many, many years to learn how to to each other. Mm -hmm. So you know, yeah. But it's not always like okay, she showed up on my door, and now we're best friends again. Sometimes it does right. take a lot, you know. So right, unrealistic. No, that's beautiful. I'm glad you shared that, Kylie. I think that's super important as we're talking about grace. Is it? It doesn't fit. It's just kind of a starting place, right? And that's yeah. I mean, you can extend it and feel it and be like, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. It's just it doesn't mean that everything's perfect straight away, right? Love it. And I do think that there that has to be having four sisters who are and being the only introvert. That really sounds like <laughs> like a journey, right? Of, I would literally like go hide thing. under the bed sometimes at like family gatherings at my uncle's house. Just it was a lot of people. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, Amy, it's your turn. Tell us about yourself and then some grace that happened maybe between you and Jody. I'm Amy. Um, I'm the youngest, but I have the most gray hair. And um, oh, yeah, I, white. I have four kids. My husband is in the Navy and we've been moving around since we got married 15 years ago. Um, we just moved to Memphis, Tennessee, which is where I'm planning to stay forever, whether I like it or not, because I never want to move again. <laughs> and um, I joined the Air Force when I was 17 because I wanted to be like Amanda. Aww. And then I became a lifeguard when I got out of the Air Force because I wanted to be like Stacy. <laughs> then I got my bachelor's in English and started going to school to get my teaching credential because I wanted to be like Jody. And then I realized I want to be like Kylie. I just don't want to give a crap about what anybody else does and do what I want to do. Oh, uh, that's so good. Feels good. <laughs> and, good. Uh, I, uh, I just like karaoke and eating donuts. That's pretty much me in a nutshell. <laughs> every now and unless, then. Unless you're swimming. Every now and then. English channel. Let me finish my thought. Then I swim from one cup. I eat a little too much donuts and eat, drink a little too much Dr. Pepper and decide, I think I'll do some kind of crazy endurance athletic event. <laughs> like a triathlon. Like a Ironman. Like a triathlon or a marathon or swim. And uh, then I like take a year off and eat a lot of donuts and Dr. Pepper again until I get motivated to do another thing. So it's like a roller coaster. I'm not like a constant athlete, just every now and then. And um, it's like a perfect explanation of you. Yeah. And that is why I have a tattoo of a sloth dolphin on my back because it's all about balance. Sometimes I'm a Love sloth, it. sometimes I'm a dolphin. Um, Jody. Being the 
farthest away in age from Jody. It's been a really like kind of interesting dynamic than with any of my other sisters. But our parents didn't take us to church when we were growing up. They, you know, would send us to youth group every now and then, I think maybe to get us out of the house one weekday night <laughs> a week. Break. I'm not sure. Yep. Um, but Jody. <clears throat> Jody started singing in a church choir with like the idea that she wasn't going to like fall into the trap of loving Jesus, I guess. But then she did. She got trapped. She got, they caught her. They got her. And uh, so she, she bought me my first Bible for my 11th birthday, which is still the Bible that I didn't. Wow. It's all torn up and ugly and it's been around the world places and it's my favorite but um because of like her kind of getting me into my faith and leading me in that way I've always looked to her as a mentor in all of the tough choices I've had to make in my life she's like the first person I go to did sage wisdom but you know what I Sometimes I really, really don't like what she has to say. <laughs> and it's sometimes painful because I have to stop and back up and be like, but wait, is she just always right and I'm wrong right now? Or maybe she's not right all of the time, which is true for most humans. And it's sometimes confusing for me because for so long, I've just really thought that everything she had to say to me was good advice. And then every now and then, sometimes when she says something that I, I have to really stop and think, is she, it hurts a lot. And I had to back up and realize, you know what, there's, she's just telling me the truth. And so in going to her in these, you know, really hard times in my life to figure out what I'm supposed to do, um, she basically leads me to God most of the time. But sometimes she says something that makes me have to really, really think. And in kind of giving her this role with, or not it's basically like a blank check for grace because i'm saying tell me tell me what's on your mind even if it's gonna hurt and i already have the grace on stand and mm. so it's like a lasting like i don't know 15 years of here's this blank check of grace that i'm giving you before i ask you to tell me things that are gonna hurt me <laughs> i don't know if that makes any sense totally but in the long run all of it is worth it. Like there's no time that she said something that's just like, she's never hurt me on purpose. She's hurt me to grow me and to help me mm. always. That's her. So it's pretty easy to give grace for that. Really. If you think about it, mm-hmm. that's lovely. Well, I, I love that on so many levels. Thank you for sharing that. And let's transition then because you did it so beautifully to talking about faith and grace. And Jody, I'll give you a minute to respond to what Amy said. Like how do how do faith and grace play out in your life? Not necessarily just with your sisters, but it, it just in your life. I'm sorry, you said you're gonna give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Jody's still crying. As in I'm now sorry, you, you can take all the time you need. I can't see you guys, so I don't <laughs> Um, I didn't ask for this role of big sister, but it's the one I I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a part of who I am because there is no other way for me. To, yeah, to choose. <laughs> I don't get to pick where I am in the lineup. Um, and there have been a lot of times when I have 
begrudgingly accepted that role. Yeah. When I didn't want it. Um, almost like I feel like my kids are my second family because I feel like I had fingers in all of this going on. Right. And all of them growing up and becoming the amazing people they are. Um, but I think it's, it's always a difficult line to draw in terms of how honest we want to be with people, whether they're sisters or friends or coworkers or whatever, how, how much am I going to, um, allow myself to risk a relationship for the sake of honesty. Mm. That's a really difficult line to draw. In because we all want things to be happy. We all want everybody to be joyful and love us all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so making those choices is a constant conversation with ourselves and with God and trying to determine the person that we need to be for our sisters. Yeah. And that can be really challenging. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, it sounds like you've done that really well with Amy. And um, I imagine your other (laughs) sisters have stories of that as well. Um, Okay. So Amanda, tell us a little bit about faith and grace, the intersection of faith and grace for you. Oh gosh. I don't know. It's a big question. That sounds like I need to look it up on Wikipedia or something. <laughs> Can you give me both definitions? Can I phone a friend? Okay, um, well, here. So faith, so faith is a word that I've always liked. I named so our daughter's our third child, and she was adopted from China, and she was two and a half when we got her. But we had already had her name picked out, Caitlin Faith. Her middle name is Faith. Um, Hebrews 11.1 1 is like faith. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for, but certain of what we do not see. So when I take it into that aspect of faith is, is I know that this is going to happen. I know that God will give me the desires of my heart or that kind of stuff. So I like faith that way. I don't add it to grace because I tie grace and mercy together. Like grace is something, grace is something only God can extend, but mercy is something that, uh, that humans can extend. What's that? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Is that somewhere? It's my Garth Brooks it's, quote, Jackie. Is it, but no, it's like, cause like every time I say something about grace, my husband, Brian likes to be like, uh, you can't give grace. Like you can give mercy or maybe it's backwards. Am I saying it backwards? He's saying grace only comes from God. I'm probably messing this whole podcast up. No, you're not. <laughs> all these definitions, but, but no, that's- where all these words combine is just how we live our lives, right? Mm. How we live our lives in both aspects of, internally and externally because if your heart's ugly and black like I don't know where I'm going with this but like your heart is like like my husband will say you're really nice to all the people you work with but then you come home and you're really sometimes mean I'm like oh oh really we'll get meaner now because you just said that right Like, (laughs) (laughs) like and it's true it's so true it's like we have this this where are we showing grace? Are we showing grace with the people who we want to like us? Is the family supposed to like us? Or I can be as ugly as I want, but your family, so whatever. Uh, right? Yeah, like yeah. So that's a connection. Um, and then with about 
with Caitlin or having kids or something. I mean, I, I had faith that, that I would have those things, but it still takes work. So grace and faith takes work, but I still think grace is something that, um, it's just all of us yielding to a higher power and letting, letting something heal or letting something, letting God bless something. Mm. I love that. That's but there's beautiful. like a definition for grace. Did can you like give it to us? <laughs> well, this it's it. that's Hold a on. perfect it unearned favor, not getting what you deserve. Yeah. So um, unearned favor and correct. Yeah. Okay, that's lovely. And Stace, this is perfect, perfect transition to you. Why don't you tell us a little bit as you've been listening to your sister's talk, as you think about grace and undeserved favor, unearned favor, and with God and faith and how it, how those three things, your sisters and faith and grace all intersect. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Sure. Do you have any thoughts for us? <laughs> I, I just really have one thought. And that thought is that sisters are such a microcosm of like the difficulty of interacting in relationship with people. And that see, I see the grace and the faith piece is that God, yes, has given us grace, right? We don't deserve bounty, this abundant life. And yet God wants that for us. And I think the one thing about sisters, um, is that we, even though we're mad at each other because we did something or said something or are a certain way and are super annoying that we are continuing to show each other grace, but that's the thing I pray like over my kids every day is that we would experience so much that we would know and experience God today so that we can then extend it to others. And I feel like that we get to the understand a little piece, just a little bit of the grace that God has extended to us. Then it's so, then we can, it's so much grace. It's so much that we can extend it to each other. And I look around my sisters and I just, um, I have so much gratitude for this this beautiful relationship that we all have together, mm. even though it's terrible and awful. And I hate you guys sometimes <laughs> <laughs> that, but when I think about, you know, but for the grace of God, go I, right. And when we can think that and believe it, then we can look at each other and be like, yeah, but for the grace of God, would I be behaving like that or have done that or experienced that or whatever. Mm. Have so yeah. many examples together. So yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's being able, it's being open to receive so that I can give. It's good. It's so good. And I, I feel like as I hear you talk about it, I mean, I feel for it and just the ways that you guys are sharing that with us. And um, it's really special. It's, it's, it's a treasure and it's exactly what we've been talking about space. It's beautiful, right? It's right. like those <laughs> brutal deep you have are the place where grace most has to manifest. Um, but what a beautiful gift. Okay. Kylie, um, any response to any of that or thoughts about your own faith and how grace shows up? Um, I mean, I have a lot of, but to be a little more, I don't want to say scandalous, but I'm going to say scandalous. Yay. Um, I'm probably the, (laughs) (laughs) It's getting exciting. Lean in, listeners. Um, <laughs> I'm honestly probably the definitely the least religious sister. Okay. Um, I did 
go to youth group, go to Young Life, go to Young Life Camp. Really, I always want to believe that there's something bigger than me, but I'm also just a very analytical, empirical person who likes to research things and find proof. And I have, you know, when I, people, like they have a childlike faith and I feel like that's kind of me because I have faith, but I have a lot of questions just like a four-year-old. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know, I want to see things. I want to have proof. I want to have questions. I see a lot of hypocrisy in my history of going to church with people yeah. who act one way and then go to church and pretend to be perfect and they're yes. mean. And I just, I always have issues with that. I'm like, but, yeah. but, but, and it's, I've gone to a lot of different Bible studies and felt so moved and excited about the word of God and, and people that I meet and the sense of community. I have this wonderful church I go to and in Aptos called Twin Lakes. And it's, or, you know, our main pastor is incredible and just moves me every time him speak he's incredibly realistic and just doesn't shame you like some churches I've been to I felt like oh wow I better be a good person this week or I'm definitely going to hell and at the church I've found that I go to you know sporadically um yeah I just come away feeling like oh I have such great advice to be a good person this week that's the feeling I want Mm. um and for me I think that that ties to giving grace especially within the family dynamic is that you know, some of my sisters have beliefs I don't agree with and I can still extend them grace, even though they might not agree with me on everything as far as maybe like, you know, I live in Santa Cruz. So I am maybe more of the hippie of the bunch too. Whereas I believe in like gay rights, trans rights. I have a lot of issues I feel really deeply about with my bleeding heart, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't label myself a, a liberal. I feel like I'm pretty central, but coming from a more conservative background, it's liberal in comparison, you know? Right. And I extend grace, even though I feel like I might not ever be on the same page as some of my sisters in some regards, I still can love them and see them for the people they are and say, you know, okay, you have some beliefs and I have some beliefs and we can still love each other. We, we actually have cousins in Texas who are super, super liberal and we can have just really great back and forth with them too. You know, it's all in that same loop of, I respect you and I love you and even though our faith might not be identical, it's okay. I can give you grace for that. You can give me grace for that. And it's really, I think it's really nice. You know, I feel like educational enough. <laughs> no, that's, that's fantastic. And I honestly, right now that's super rare, right? And in these days to have that cross really hard, really hard. Yeah. When we can move in that direction, Stacey and I talk about that a lot, um, just being able to hold the, the two extremes loosely and, and realize that we can't be right about everything and hear each other and listen deeply yeah. and extend grace in those moments. It's very rare mm-hmm. and it's powerful and it's grace. That is grace. So mm-hmm. thanks for sharing yeah. that. I love that. Amy, do you have anything to add to the conversation about your faith and grace and the intersection of those things? I have just a very short recent anecdote about yay grace (laughs) when you're part of any like church family there are going to be people who make mistakes or there's going to be miscommunications and there are going to be people who might rub each other the wrong way from time to time but when you're all going to the same church and your kids are all going to the same church events and things like that like you have to have so much grace for everybody else who you go to church with like it's not the same dynamic as sisters where we're going to be mean to each other and we're just going to have to figure out how to make it work eventually because I've seen people in church relationships where two women in a church group have a falling out and then one of them never comes back. Ugh, yeah. 
And I just, it hurts my heart to like that. And we just moved to Tennessee. We just moved into a new house three weeks ago in a new city. And we've gone to this church for three Sundays, this new church. And my 13 year old daughter has this move from Japan back to the States has been really rough on her. Her whole personality has changed. There's like angst and hormones. And it's just so scary as a parent to not know what I'm doing. And I really wanted to get her involved with other kids her age before she starts eighth grade next month. And this church had a waterside park trip overnight in a neighboring state. And I signed her up and was like, okay, go meet people, have fun. And it started out really bad because we showed up in the church parking lot for me to drop her off for this trip. And they had already left. Oh, <laughs> you're that mom. <laughs> and I, I met, I thought I messed up. I started crying. I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know how this happened. I've had this saved in my calendar for 7am for since I signed you up a week and a half ago. And um, I was like, I thought it was all my fault. And I felt so bad. And I called the youth pastor. They were only 10 miles down the road. They stopped and waited, had grace for my mistake, right? Right. This bus waited. I I went faster than I should have gone to catch up to them (laughs) and put her on the bus and they left. And then I went to work and I looked up the screenshot of the schedule that I took as the screenshot when I signed her up for the event. And it said seven o'clock. Oh my gosh. They had changed it to and nobody told me. And I don't know if it's because I was the new person and they communicated in some kind of chat group that I'm not part of or what. But then I got so angry because I was feeling bad all morning about my mistake. That wasn't necessarily my mistake. Right. And um, when I dropped her off at the van, they didn't even own, oh, it was seven, but we changed it. They didn't even say that. They didn't (sighs) There was no asking, there was no apology on their part. They just let me feel like it was me. And I was, it was so awkward. And then part of me, you know, I was talking to Stacey before we started this about the difference between forgiveness and grace is something Mm. I've talked about and other people I've gone to church with in the past that forgiveness is when people acknowledge their mistake and ask you, say, will you forgive me? And grace is when that situation does not present itself and you still have to, you know, let the, let the person off the hook, even though they don't acknowledge that they inconvenienced you or hurt you. They don't ask for your forgiveness. And you just, you know what? We're all humans. We're all sinners. We're all going to do things that, you know, either purposely or inadvertently hurt others. And I'm not going to not go back to this church again because of this. We're going to show up next Sunday and it's going to be fine. Yeah. I had this little bit of hurt and I just have to say, here's grace. I was in- Maybe somebody forgot. Maybe you guys aren't going to own that. But I know that my daughter had the best time on that trip. Oh, God wanted her there. And God wants us at this church. And maybe it's a lesson for me to learn how to extend grace (laughs) because it's a lesson. I'm never, ever going to stop learning because I'm never going to be great at it. Honestly. So good. That's that. in a faith situation. Grace is so important. Mm, That's so good sharing that Amy so stays real quick check yeah. in how, can we can we can I we keep going we or probably we... figure out what our Viacon Vios is okay for the week so you guys know that at the end of each of our podcast episodes we uh, we take one little action step right so based on all of the stories we use 
or the things we've done, we figure out some little way to encourage our listeners. And I mean, let's face it, it's just for us. Right. Time too. <laughs> um, just to take one little step of something that we can practice doing grace. So I want you guys to be thinking about this. I always come up with one as they're, as we're talking or down. Um, but I would much prefer to ha- have someone else. If someone has thought of some one little thing. Well, as you're thinking, I just want to throw something out there because as yeah. you know, so much good conversation in this group and, um, you know, because of the miracle of technology, the conversation I want to have with you guys next. So put this in the back of your, put this in your thinking cap is the conversation about raising teens. Cause there's so much parenting uh, wisdom in this group. And I was listening to, I don't know if you guys ever watched red table talk. It's a little bit scandalous oh, yeah. sometimes, but yeah. the recent one was with Selma Hayek and she was talking about parenting her daughter who's a teenager. And she said, just part of parenting a teen is just getting out of the way and letting them be who they are. But um, it just made me think of you guys as, as you were sharing that we need to have that conversation about parenting teens and even grace and how that shows up in parenting teens and then being like aunties to all these teenagers and loving them and showing grace oh, to yeah. them growing up. There's just so much goodness there. So let's have That's that a, conversation in the future yeah. if we can pull it's it off. in relationship too. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I would love to have that conversation. But I also just wanted to say that as you were hopefully thinking of a Viacondio. So if anyone has one, anyway. I think I have one, but I stole it from Kylie. It's okay. the 80, 80 more years of being sisters, right? So you were talking about teens, you know, are up together. And there's going to be like compounding grace as you go down the generations. It's like we yes. have grace. And then we have all 16 cousins that are going to need to have grace for each other. And just the, I don't know, the Viacondio. 80 years, 80 years to learn how to give grace. Like there's, you have time in all of your relationships. Uh, Just use it wisely. I love it. Doesn't have to be today. What's that from Gone with the Wind? Maybe not today. <laughs> Maybe not tomorrow. Oh, Casablanca. Ah, I'm not doing this. Maybe Who not, is that that was Maybe not tomorrow, but Grace is out there waiting <laughs> for you to find. What's the one from, now what's the one that Scarlett O'Hara says? Frankly, I don't give a damn. No. That was the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. That's the Casablanca. But what's the one from where she's like, I will rise up again. Or something she's standing <laughs> oh, on the yes. stairs. With God I, is my witness. With God is my witness. Noelle would know. Yes. <laughs> Our sixth sister. Our, yeah, God we do have witness. some other. We have, a, we have additional honors. sisters. <laughs> well, Jackie, I'm going to thank you so much. You get to be number much. seven. Oh. Yeah. You can, <laughs> no, okay, you're there's in. a contest. There's like eight other people you have to fight. I am in. I will <laughs> train. American I will do whatever it takes. Already. <laughs> <laughs> friend Ellie has never met any of my sisters, but she lived with me during COVID lockdown for three months last year. And she's in the, she thinks she's a contender. <laughs> All <laughs> right. You okay. start by coming to the family picnic. Yeah, you guys okay. next year. I will next be there, Stace. I want an invitation. You guys missed it yesterday, but. Okay, Jackie, I just want to thank you for leading us today. You did that so well because we are, it's difficult to wrangle all of us. You were also well behaved. I love Weren't we? I think we all did such a great job. So I'm really impressed. You do well with cameras and recording devices. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, what I love, just to wrap it up and then say, but, um, sure. is that each of you bring so much 
to the table in terms of just wisdom and um, life perspective and honesty. I love your brutal honesty. Someone mentioned that at the beginning of our conversation and um, just an example of how to love each other in the midst of like messiness and differences. And it is, it is incredibly beautiful and just the bounty and abundance of that I am grateful to be able to witness too. So thank you for sharing that with us today. And Stacey, you can close us out. Sure. Uh, that's, I don't want to say anything else. That's just exactly it. So I'll just tell everybody, thank you for joining us. Thanks for listening and bye con Dios. Bye con Dios.